This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hack the match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jake Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The Sinister Minister. No, really. I am available for weekends uh, to do weddings. Uh, I have some other shit that I, I forgot, so I'm just going to wrap this shit on up. <laughs> the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Going Wild. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The Liquor Store Legend. The Corner Store Conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. It's early morning, bro. What up? Uh, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode number 96. The I-96 episode. The Jeffries Freeway episode. If you're from the hood. You know you, what the fuck it is. If you're from Detroit and you're over a certain age, you know what the fucking Jeffries is, okay? Do niggas still call it that shit? I call it that. To niggas, to to. To millennials who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I had a... a Hop on the, the Etzel Ford freeway. Nigga, I had a Lyft driver. <laughs> I was I had dinner uh, down at a fucking roast. All right. And I took a Lyft down. I don't know what the fuck why I wasn't driving, but I took a Lyft down to the Probably dinner. Probably your shaky driving record. I mean, <laughs> that, that, that fucks with my mobility sometimes because, you know, nigga ain't trying to get flicked. For sure. Uh, but it was like a Saturday night, and I, probably, I knew I was probably drinking too. So if I know I'm going to get, you know, it don't take much for me to get washed. Clear. It, it doesn't take much at all. So I took the Lyft back to the crib. So the Lyft driver came to pick me up. And uh, she was an older woman. And the thing about downtown is, like, we went to school downtown and shit. So I know the area, like, pretty fucking well. I can navigate damn near anywhere downtown. And my sense of direction is terrible. But at least down there, I know what I'm doing. So I get in the lift, and she was like, she was driving. And I was like, no, if you take this street down, it'll run right into 75. And she was like, you mean the Chrysler? Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's 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 the same damn thing, but yeah. <laughs> Take the Chrysler Freeway. Yeah, I was to, like, uh, I guess whatever you prefer, but it'll get you to the same place. We'll take the Chrysler Freeway down to the Walter P. Ruther. <laughs> <laughs> get off the Walter P. Ruther and get on the um the you know the you know the Southfield Freeway? That is some it's funny because that freeway leads you directly to Southfield. It was funny, but I mean, that's, that's why it's called the Southfield. Oh, Freeway I was about to say, I thought you know that's what, what it was supposed to do. And like South, like it literally d- takes your ass directly to Southfield. Like, here you go, we're gonna drop you off. The only one that's kind of like it has the name and it gets you to where the fuck is named yeah. for. Like, it should be like, where's the Clinton, where's the Clinton Township Freeway? You know what I'm saying? But, I don't want to go on that motherfucker. Yeah, everything east is terrible. Uh, man, how was your week, brother? Uh, week was pretty cool, man. 
you know, God gave me another one. I made it through. Man. And that's and that's all I'd be happy about, man. Days above ground are better than days underground. I mean, I was sick as fuck this week. I thought I was gonna die like Tuesday or Wednesday. I thought I was tapping out. Oh well that's that's not good. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, this flu and this these these little viruses that trickle around, they'd be a motherfucker, man. Yeah, man. Uh this week, man, I can't front, man. I'm tired as hell, dog. Like I've been running like on two, three. You ain't hours. got no haircut. No, man. I couldn't even make I'd, it to that. I damn near never see you on the weekends without a lineup. This might be a first. That's why you ain't got the cameras up, because you ain't got no fucking gun. Man, I ain't, that's one reason. <laughs> also, plus, uh, I had a decent week. It was been really, really busy in the studio and shit. I also got a chance to go to the range yesterday. Yeah, I saw. You took the, bought the AR out. Yeah, you know, had a, every couple of weeks, man, you know, AR got to get some action. Plus, a lot of Second Amendment shit been going on. So, yeah. I just want to express my Second Amendment rights. And, and I shit. saw you had your old man out there with you at the range. Yeah. Keeping them sharp. Absolutely. And my dad out there. Had my cousin and his father out there. And uh, so, look. I'm up there shooting AR and shit. My cousin, he from uh, San Antonio and shit. Well, he from here. But right. he been out in San Antonio for about 15 years or so. And he brought his, uh, his 308 rifle out here. Um and it's a bolt action, whatever. And he got this dog ass scope on there and shit. Okay. She like, man, you wanna uh you wanna shoot? I'm like, hell yeah. I don't because I don't think I don't think I ever shot a bolt action before. And definitely not a, the the three oh eight boy. So I got that bitch in. So the thing is with scopes, like there's something called eye relief where you put your eye uh, there's a certain distance, you know what I'm saying? And I had never shot this rifle before and I really couldn't tell where the eye relief was at. So I'm looking through that motherfucker. I finally get that bitch on target. Wow. I was a little bit too close to the scope though. <laughs> <laughs> and it took it, a little kickback to the and, face. And the 308, it got a little bit of kickback. You know what Is I'm saying? That? And so I got a little extra scar on my, <laughs> in my forehead right now. <laughs> I was looking like, is that why yeah. this thing got a scar in the middle I of the I got a shit. little scar, you know, a little little scar in the middle of my forehead. It's a nice little accent, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a little apostrophe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right in the middle of my forehead and shit. Um, but I put that bitch directly in the bullseye on the very first shot, right down the middle. With taking a damn scope to the forehead. Okay. Uh, then I followed up and put that bitch damn near exactly in the same hole. Um, in other words... Hey man, stay off my yard. It's not good for you out here. Stay off my yard. It's not even that bad out here. Even though they are trying to take assault rifles. Yeah, and when away. I say stay off my yard, yeah. And you know what's assault weapons. I don't even want to say assault rifles, eh? Because it said assault weapons in the in Well see. Uh the thing is, I think the biggest thing is the misconception and, and or the, the the lack of information with people who don't own firearms or don't or are inside of the culture. And most people say, Well man, they not ain't nobody taking your guns from you. This this is never gonna happen. Like y'all be tripping. So I got a for the article this week that was in um I've seen the article on different platforms, whatever, in a little town um in Illinois, right outside of Chicago, a suburb of Chicago. Was it Northwood, if I'm correct? Yeah. Has banned what they assault weapons and rifles and magazine high capacity magazines and on June thirteenth you got to turn your shits in or get rid of them or face a fine of up to a thousand dollars a day. This is my issue because they say semi-automatic assault rifles. 
I don't know what an assault rifle is. Like I, re- I, I really don't know what an assault rifle is. Like every gun will assault you. Like, what, is there a such thing as an assault knife? Like assault is just. They probably mean anything. Like when it comes to rifle, like what do they mean? What is assault? Like every gun ever created was meant to kill something. Forget something. Guns were made to kill people. Like in like there's no yeah like, I mean like or, or animals are. or they're made to kill they're made to kill no the the first gun was not made to kill an animal it was made to kill a person like okay, in real fair life. enough yeah, yeah all yeah. these guns are made to kill people um, and that's the harsh reality of it the issue I have is they say they want to ban the word semi-automatic seems dangerous like they want to ban the AR-15 but, but every every gun is damn near semi-automatic. Semi-automatic. Every, every if it has a clip, it's a semi-automatic. Every gun that's not a revolver or not a pump-action shotgun is semi-automatic. Like, you pull the trigger one time, like, one bullet comes out. I know the AR-15 looks really scary and stuff like that, but, like, in real life, it's it's it's, 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 it's not. Now, now, we're both gun owners, but I'll be, I'll be quite honest. Like, the only reason I would have an AR is to kill a motherfucker if they try to come in my house. Or and harm my family. You should have that right. And who am I to tell you you don't have the right to protect your family? Like yeah. You have a God-given right to protect your family. Period. Like, no one can take that away from you. I have the right to take, I have the right to protect my family. So who are, so a lot of people who, who act off emotion, who don't know gun terms, don't know gun laws, don't know anything, but except what they see on television, will take the right for you to, to take your family, to protect your family, Based off of nothing, man. You are gonna have to come get this motherfucker out of my cold, dead ass hands. I'm not turn. I wouldn't turn in my gun. So not for shit. As of June thirteenth, they're telling you to turn in your guns or face a fine up to a thousand dollars a day. Man, just send the bill. I ain't got the money no way. But they said so. Also, they also said any gun with high capacity. They consider anything more than ten rounds high capacity. If you don't have a revolver. And if you don't have like a subcompact gun, everything has more than ten Nigga, rounds. Nigga, I'm about to say my Glock got more than ten rounds in the I bitch. Can, I can't even put a ten round magazine in there. Like the 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 handle is too long for a ten round magazine. So unless you have a really small subcompact pistol or revolver, turn your gun in. Nah, ain't gonna happen. So what do I tell the 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 the, the 21 year old college student who's walking home who who's a rape victim or who lives by themselves? You can't have just, just you can't have your little Glock in your in your in your bedroom to protect yourself from the, the, your neighborhood because it has high capacity. You cannot protect yourself any longer. I'm not with that shit. I'm not with that shit. And like I understand it, you know what I'm saying? Because when you see some tragedy, tragic shit happen, it's like wow, we need to stop. But like we need to really understand what we're doing. The legislation. You know, it make it sound good. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want people to get killed with guns, take the guns away. But that's not how the shit is going to work. Motherfuckers still always going to be able to get their hands on on guns. Even even not criminals, just motherfuckers that want to protect their house is going to be able to get their hands yeah. on guns. I would never, never give my gun up for no reason, for nothing. You ne- you you're not going to get me to voluntarily give it up. You're going to have to come take it and pry that bitch from my cold dead ass hands cuz I'm not giving up my guns. I just want to know that they want to ban AR15s, they want to ban like people are not walking around getting shot with rifles every day. Like that just don't happen. People are getting shot with handguns every day. Fuck yeah. But no one wants to come out and say I want to ban handguns. They keep saying I want to ban these rifles. 
the majority of people get shot with a handgun. Look, I didn't see handguns with 100 drum clips on them bitches. And let that motherfucker spray up your house. Ain't nobody going to be there. I, I just want everybody just to relax for a second and like just literally think about it. And let's think about what the Second Amendment was actually there for. I know we always talk about hunting and all that other good stuff. It was stuff. for the government not to be able to take over. Correct. So the government, because we, we were living in a tyrannical government, we left there, started a new one. We was like, listen, we got to be able to keep the government in check. Now our government is saying we want to take the only thing that keeps us in check away from you, and we'll handle the rest. No, I'm straight. Not with that orange sherbet motherfucker in office and all the stupid shit he doing. I don't, I ain't trusting it. You ain't gonna take my pistol. Yeah, I do not. I'm not an advocate that. Um, I just think that everybody in in the entire country should be strapped and have guns and and just walk around willy nilly. That that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I don't think a person has the right to take the ability for me to defend myself and my family away from me. And you don't even know what you're talking about. You've never purchased a gun. You don't know any kind of law. Like, it's very difficult for me to purchase a gun, even as a CCW owner. Yeah, that make you jump through some hoops. Like, like they, you you can't just roll in with a couple stacks of cash and come out with, with four or five pistols and call it a day. And I just challenge anybody to go to the FBI's website and look at the FBI statistic because it is a 100 st- percent statistical fact that the areas in this country that have the most concealed carriers in them have the lowest crime rate the lower murder rate and the lower homicide rate and homicide and murder are two different things and when they give you different numbers they give you the homicide rate and when you hear homicide you automatically think murder but if you come into my house and try to attack me and i shoot you it's a homicide that's a homicide that doesn't mean that Someone got murdered or whatever. So they, they kind of conflate the different numbers. Literally, across the country, they always like to point to the U.K. Before the U.K. got rid of guns, and now they have a, they have a real old crime rate. Well, you need to look at the bigger picture, because if you actually look at the U.K. before they got rid of guns, and after they got rid of guns, they already had a low crime rate. Like, their murder rate was already there. However, if you look at it, it actually doubled. Their, their violent crimes actually went up. So... Y- y'all niggas ain't got no guns. Oh, we about to come in rob. We about to do this. Yeah, I just want everybody to relax just a little bit and and let you and let you know. Yes, they are coming for them. They just passed this. Another uh, similar one was passed, and it went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and they upheld it. Yeah, they telling you to give me your gun. Good luck doing that shit in Detroit. Mm. Uh. Moving on to other stuff this week, man. <laughs> it was a lot of... That's all I... That's all, just good luck, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, man. Good luck with that shit, man. You know who need a gun? So, look. <laughs> this is a fucked up transition. <laughs> Emily needs a gun. Yo. Emily B needs a gun. I thought we was going to have to walk down that fab talk. Nigga, when you sent me the video last Sunday, I was like, man, this nigga fab fooling. First of all, in no way is domestic violence something that I I would joke about because yeah. that shit is fucking terrible. But when you watch the video and watch how this nigga was talking to her and lunged at her, even with her father, her brother, and security there, yeah. tends to make me believe that if ain't nobody around, so, this nigga Fab tr- probably trying to throw them hands. I mean, I do like to tread lightly with situations with different celebrities and stuff when you don't have enough information and all that bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just call a spade a spade. Like, this shit look bad. 
the shit the shit is bad. And I know that niggas like him. He's a rapper and everything. So you know, I posted a little picture earlier today, earlier this week, uh, with the rap snacks. Yeah, the jab jabulous. Yeah, but so in doing that, right? Because it, it, it's we we making fun of Fab, but unintentionally we actually making fun of a situation where a woman is actually getting beat or domestic violence has happened. And there are a lot of people that's on the timeline, and just in general, who have went through victims of domestic victim violence of domestic or shit violence. living so with this stuff. That can definitely be considered insensitive, insensitive you know, when we, we're making jokes and shit. So uh, that's a real. But in this particular situation, I noticed a couple of things. Uh, think Fabo. Uh, I'll agree with you on that one. And this is why specifically I think he, he got a little whole tendencies in his life is he was very aggressive with, with Emily. He was very aggressive talking to her dad. However, when the bodyguard was on him, he said, man, get the fuck. Let me go. Like he changed his word, his, his curse word, mid word, mid sentence and made it sound a little bit more polite to the, the big nigga. That's three times bigger than him. So don't get real tough with your young lady. Don't get real tough with the dad. And while your security is putting you in the car, man, get the fuck up. Let me go. Why you why you changing your words up there? Because most niggas that that like to hit women, they ain't trying that shit with a grown ass man. Just plain and simple. They don't they they know who they can pull that shit with and they know who who to try that shit with. Fab look like a whole hoe on that shit. Plain and fucking simple. This is regardless of what, I've been in fucked up situations with women. And I understand a woman that loves you will push you to the point of anger that nobody else can. She will push your motherfucking buttons, call you all type of shit. She know what to say to trigger you. Nigga, walk the fuck away. There is no good that's going to come out of putting your hands on a woman. Number one, this is the mother of your kids. You can hear them kids screaming in the back. You can hear children screaming in the background. That means your babies are watching this shit, my nigga. Like, this is... And and kids don't forget shit like this. And you are adding trauma to another person's life. Fuck yeah. And you are teaching... You don't realize that you are teaching this person how to act. Because all this is learned behavior. Yeah. Like, I don't think nobody is naturally like, yeah, I'm beating up a wife. I'm beating up a woman today. Like, I, I would hope not. But this is learned behavior. And I just think it's really unfortunate. I also want to shoot down this whole fab and, I mean, they stole $300,000 from a bitch online made that shit up, okay? And they called her out on it, and she was like, so? Like, so everybody talking? <laughs> <laughs> like, Is that, that your hood rap voice? Like, so? Because like, that's how I read it as. Because right. I saw what they called it. Like, nigga, you made that shit up. She like, so? So now everybody's switching. Like, well, well if, if, if she stole... Three hundred thousand dollars. Well, her, her father stole three hundred thousand dollars. Blah blah blah. She deserved it. No man. At no point are you putting your hands on this woman, dog. If your dad stole three thousand, three hundred thousand, three thousand, three hundred, three hundred thousand for me, I'm gonna beat the shit out your dad. Plain and simple. But I ain't got shit to do with you. Now and, you can yell and scream and while like, I'm pistol whipping this nigga. And so you know, we we was reading a little stuff from what the initial report said last week. And I'm like, he, she sent allegedly he sent the text saying. I would hit you with a baseball bat, but I don't want to go out like that. And I got a bullet with your name on it, whatever. I'm thinking, I read that shit like originally, like, man, that shit sounds so corny and made up. Like, I can't see Fab saying no shit like that. Video drop. I got a bullet with your name on Like, now I believe the baseball <laughs> shit. Yeah. Like, who says some shit like that? That nigga that rap for a living. It's. That, that's what I said. Like, a woman that you, that you love and loves you can drop. 
can drive something about you differently. Hate and love that. are varying degrees of the same emotion. Absolutely, but I don't think the person. I don't think that they they doing all that shit because they have anything to do with them loving you. That's just who they are. They pushing you, but they taking advantage. I don't think that's directly connected to the point. The reason that they doing this because they love you. All I'm just saying is that look, we saw the. I thought we was gonna have to walk this shit down come this week. Yeah. We saw the video. We saw how bad it was. Everything that they said occurred. I can I can see that shit happening now. I cannot get this nigga Fab a pass on this shit. She In ran, no way. She ran from the nigga. She screamed and ran from the nigga. Like, that's not normal behavior for somebody who never did something to you. No. I ain't never had a woman scream and run away from me. Like, this has never happened. Don't care how many arguments we got. No one ever said, ah, and run. Like, why would you Why would you think that? Because she's fearful because she knows what this nigga has done and is, and is capable of doing. Fab gets absolutely no passes here in the barbershop. Sorry, man. I mean, I fuck with your music and all, but I don't want to put you on the R. Uh, Kelly list, dog. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, certain once I... Once I look at certain people different, like I don't listen to their music the same. Like there's a there's a line that Fab said in one of his songs. That yeah. shit that you sent me the other day. Yeah, beat her and beat her too. Like, like I beat her in the car, I beat her in the gym, and I've been like, yeah, those words. Uh, words mean to, something. Yeah, those they'll come words, back to haunt you, fam. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and I real. It's hard for me to give. I can't give advice to somebody on a domestic situation like that because I understand that when you when you love somebody, you put up with a lot of crazy shit. You look past a lot of crazy shit and you deal sometimes with a lot of crazy shit just depending on the person, how you perceive love, how you receive love. All I can just hope is that her and those children are in a safe situation and she does what is best for her family because – if we look up three months from now and she on the red carpet again with Fab, niggas going to be like, oh, she's stupid. You know, you never know what goes on in the inner workings of somebody's relationship. Mm-hmm. All I can say and all, all my hope could be is that she does what's best for herself and her family. Absolutely. And that Fab, you get some motherfucking help, bro. Because, like, that anger, like, that shit, that shit will fucking ruin you. I've t- Like, I've had issues with my anger before in the past. I've had to take... Anger management. I've had to take court appointed anger management because of shit that I've done in my past. Sometimes, my nigga, you just need to deal with that shit. Because us as men, we walking around with demons and bullshit inside of us, and we don't know how to deal with them type of emotions. And I'm just speaking for myself personally. I didn't know how to deal with that type of anger and shit that I was portraying out there, and I needed fucking help. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with getting the help that you need, my nigga. Just go ahead and get it. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. It's okay to talk to people too. Talk to your friend or actual people that not your associates, but actual friends. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all right to be vulnerable in some in front of something. I think in this type of situation, go talk to a professional, my nigga. Not just your friends. Like go talk to somebody that can be. Sometimes the issues that you have are with people in your life, and you need to address them with people in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because. We holding on to, ain't nobody grow up perfect. We holding on to shit from childhood, from different traumas in our life, and we don't know how that affects us until it fucking bubbles up. But ain't shit wrong with getting some help, bro. Yeah. Ain't shit wrong. All right, man. Something else happened this week that uh, I'm not really interested in the person that it happened to, but it did raise a, a, a interesting question. And I want to ask you what you think about it because you got a, a few children that uh, – 
I wanted to know how you handle this. So initially, there was an issue with Black China at a, at a fucking amusement park or whatever. But mm-hmm. it stemmed from like a stranger or what she deemed as a stranger, like touching her child or whatever. Um, how do you feel? And this was brought to my attention this week. Okay. When you see, when I see a baby or whatever, most people come up there and play with the baby fingers and their, uh, or their hand or, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But babies put their feet and their hands in their mouth. Right. And I never, it never, it never crossed my mind. But when you see a baby, you always put your finger out to let the baby grab your hand or you tickle their feet. But like, that's what babies put in their mouth. So it gave a whole nother dynamic of like, you probably shouldn't, your grown up hands shouldn't probably touch a baby's feet and mouth because your immune system is different. They're going to put that shit in their mouth. And that's a whole nother thing. Right. So how do you do, should another person touch another person's kid? Uh, not without permission from the parent. I don't allow people, you know, my kids are old enough to be like, fuck no. Yeah, like, yeah. no. But, well, when they but were, like, no, I don't allow people just to pick up and touch my children. It no. doesn't matter the setting. No. This, and I, only reason this is I my see, motherfucking baby. I get it. But I do see babies get passed around at church all the time to relative strangers. You know these people, but you don't know them. Right, but like in the in the, and out in the world, or you at Target or some shit as a, a quote unquote stranger, and you like get the fuck away. But when you at church, I'm giving this baby to. No, I was I w- I've never been like that with my kids. Yeah. Like I've always attended church, or the churches I've attended were typically like with family. Yeah. So like they can get passed from me to grandma, some shit like that. But like. Sister Jean up over there, you ain't holding my baby because you don't fucking need to. Right. Like, all babies are literally the same. Nothing makes this motherfucker special except the fact that it's mine and I love it. But babies are all typically the same. If you've touched one, you've touched all of them. And all these niggas look alike. <laughs> they do. All they, babies look alike to me. They like, do. Until they get like a year or two and start getting like their own features. Like, start developing their own personality and features. They all damn near are carbon copies of one another. Yeah. So, I'm with you on that shit. So, uh, but don't touch. You cannot touch my motherfucking child. So, earlier this week, I saw something that came across my timeline, um, and it was like it was a baby crying in Target or something, Mm -hmm. and like somebody, a mother came, picked the baby up, and was holding the baby and like calmed it down or whatever. Yeah. And there was a discussion about that. Like, are you out of place? From you see a crying baby, are you out of place for touching somebody else's kid? That's, because that's not your kid. And that's it's, not your... it's it's not it's not. But like, nigga, I was in a situation. <laughs> you know, I flew to Texas a couple months ago for work and shit. On the flight back, I'm uh, on the row that I'm sitting on. It's me. It's a mother who's purchased a seat for her child who was probably like maybe two. Mm-hmm. And then it's me. And then it's the mother on the on the aisle row. So I'm sitting between. I'm sitting next to the baby. Yeah. And it was a point in the trip where, like, he was, like, trying to reach for something that I had. I think it was, like, a magazine or something. Like, he wanted to, like, he saw me flipping through it, and he wanted to look through it with me. So I looked over to his mother, and I got the okay. Like, is it all right? You know, and it calmed him down. Like, did I really, like... Yeah, it's my magazine. Do I do I want him slobbering and ripping my pages? Nah. But do I also want quiet for the rest of this two hour flight? Fuck yeah, I do. And if this is this and if this three dollar magazine is the sacrifice yeah. for the quiet, then so be it. So I guess the story because I didn't I didn't delve deep into the story, but I guess the baby was crying in the middle of Target. Somebody somebody came, black lady came, picked the baby. I think it was like a white baby too. Yeah. Like so picked the baby up. 
Like, hey, stop crying. And, you know, the calm, baby, the, and, calm and, and right calm the fuck down. on down. You know, is that a situation where you would come over like, hey, put my fucking child down. Uh, I sent him over there to cry because he's been crying all day. And I said, I'm not going to deal with Like, you know what I'm saying? Is that a situation where you should be like. I bet you deal with that on a case by case basis. <laughs> because, look, if you've ever been in a situation with a child that will not fucking stop crying. Like, niggas, you be looking around wishing you had some help. We're, I be looking to get, please, Lord, make this baby stop crying. And if somebody can comfort me. So what if you, like, so yo, yo, one of your kids, uh, y'all at the store, and you they keep asking them something, and, you was like, and they keep doing a little cry. Like, nigga, you going to cry until you blew in the face because you're not getting. Go, if you want to cry, go stand over there and cry. And then, oh, no. I'm not, say, I'm not saying that that's the great idea, but <laughs> hey, go stand over there and cry. And then you walk over and you see somebody holding your baby. You're like, who the fuck is this holding my baby? I sent them over there and cry. <laughs> Get my fucking baby. <laughs> like, you don't send your child <laughs> over somewhere in a public place, man. I've seen it. Nigga, that's that's not what I've done. Okay, I've I love my kids. I, I don't want them to happen. get kidnapped. I've seen it. It could have happened to me as a child before. There is nothing like the terror of losing your child. <laughs> Nigga, my oldest. Lose somebody else's child. How about that? <laughs> oh, shit. I've had both happen. Nigga. I lost my I lost my oldest son like in Target one time. Like he was he was playing in between like them little them little shits and then he darted off and I ain't hear him. Nigga, I walked around Target for ba- probably babies disappearing Target. <laughs> Mine did. I walked Shout around Target to- for like forty Dewey. minutes. Shout out to Dewey. Oh <laughs> sorry. I walked around Target for like forty minutes till I found my child, and by this time I'm a hysteric. I'm, I'm picking up a phone. I'm 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 not asking nobody. I'm picking up the phone, hitting the speaker. Hey, uh, your daddy, <laughs> could you come back over here? I found my child in Target, and I his mother had sent us there to do some shopping. I just left the cart and just grabbed my baby, yeah. and I just another day. But I've lost somebody else's child, and oh, like that, and, you know the anxiety that you had. Well. If you riding in a car, you thought you if you're responsible for taking a child from point A to point B, you know how much anxiety is, that you have while sitting in my car. Like I ain't never, I don't think about car accidents at all ever until I got somebody else's kid in my car. I'm like, oh shit, uh, stopping at all stop signs and shit, no rolling. Like you just trying to do everything perfect because I'm not want to be the one responsible. You don't want to be responsible for that shit. Making a phone call, like yeah, we got into a little accident. <laughs> Like, man, uh, I had somebody else's child, and they fucking fell and like needed stitches, mm. and I had to call their parents. Was like, "Hey, yo, you ever watch the animal or something for somebody?" I have, unfortunately. So listen, I, uh, I watched somebody's dog once, and it died. So listen, that happened. <laughs> that that a, a situation like that happened to me. Uh, one of my one of our faithful listeners, who is definitely probably listening right now, I had them. Uh, <laughs> I went out of town. And um, I had them watch some fish of mine. I'm like, hey, just come over and like just sprinkle some food. And- you know what I'm saying? And then when I was coming back, I had got a phone call that my fish had died. All of them? Yeah, like, <laughs> like a, a a decent amount of them. And I don't know what happened. Like I, I just don't understand. Like <laughs> I'm not saying that they didn't do like I just it was just really unfortunate. And I know they probably felt bad because like it could. What if it was random? I don't know. But <laughs> the fish died in your care. Yeah. Like 
That's a tough phone call to make. I assume that's a tough phone call to make, and I never wanted to. You know what? I didn't had two pets die in my care. That's I'm that not weren't mine. Leaving the pet <laughs> with you. <laughs> they were both dogs. Like one was my neighbor's dog. The dog was just old and it kicked a bucket. But like, yo, shout out to my nigga Maine. Maine and his wife, when they got married, they fucking went to uh, the DR for like a week, and they got a miniature Doberman pincher. And main wife loved his motherfucking dog. She left the Doberman picture. They asked me to watch it for the week. Man, I can't even front. I came in the house one night, washed. All right. It was the wintertime. I had coat, you know, heavy coat, some Tims on. Man, this nigga was sleep right up under the sink. And I just took like a, a heavy step down on the floor. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nigga, you, you murdered I me. murdered the dog. I woke up the next day. The dog's name was Remy. I woke up the next day. Remy, where you at? So you stepped on a dog and didn't even know it? I was I was fucking drunk. I was fucking drunk. No, I didn't know. It it's a little ass dog, man. Like this is not acceptable. Though. You be bring him on charges, dog. That's a negligent homicide. So I stepped on the Cruelty dog. Cruelty to animals, dog. I'm sure it passed sometime in the middle of the night because I'm a big nigga. I'm 6'2", 240, 250, You know, depending on. Depending on what I ate for the day. And uh yeah, I stepped on it and killed the motherfucker. I had to call my nigga and tell him, like, look. Your dog ran away. No, I told him what happened. No, your dog ran away. <laughs> I told now we told his wife something different, but I told him what happened. But ended up being How much like you pay? Nigga, them dogs expensive as fuck. Yes, I, I know. I ended up paying like twelve hundred to get another puppy. The dog I want, that bitch cost like four grand, dog. I ain't got it. <laughs> I'm trying to steal one from the, the, the from Petco or some shit. And I thought like buying her another puppy would just like resolve the situation, no, but it, it, it hey, didn't. Listen, it wasn't good enough. Sorry, I killed your child. I went to the <laughs> orphanage and brought a new one. And now you should be straight. Now <laughs> y'all even. This is a four year old too, right? <laughs> like, look, he black. <laughs> he got That's curly hair. Like, like, <laughs> like you look just like the other one. No, you can nigga. call it Remy too. Nigga, what else? Somebody was like. uh I don't even want to say that. I, don't even put I no mean, you gave the best analogy, like <laughs> going to the orphanage. Somebody bring you another 14-year-old, like, here, this is your new son. <laughs> like, yeah, get this nigga What's out up, here. my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, but I don't, I don't really watch, like, I don't really watch people's pets now unless you, like, self-sufficient. Unless your pet is, like, self-sufficient and I ain't really got to do shit. I'm like, glad, I come over there I'm and. you told me this, dog. You ain't got no pets, nigga. I'm about to get a dog, though. Okay. I just got to I, I gotta figure out my schedule. I'm not at home long enough. I, I got I to gotta wait until I can get my schedule together. I got to buy my kids a dog. I've been bullshitting and dragging my feet for a couple years, but I, this the year they got to get a dog. Yeah, a friend of mine um, had a deal on a dog. She called me and was like, look, this lady you selling these um, brown Labradors for $45. Old lady, she said she got to get rid of them today. She blah, they blah. And I'm about to go up and get them. I'm like, man, I just don't have enough time to raise a puppy right now. No, oh, nigga, I wish I could have got up on that deal. I'd have bought one. No, you fuck around had this Labrador old. Nigga, I'm straight with with pets. I know what to do. It's you just like other, too. It's just like other people. First of all, one died of natural causes. <laughs> Allegedly, <and then> <laughs> we don't know that. Did you see the autopsy? Did you feed the dog while it was in your care? Yeah, I fed and took care of the motherfucker. So after you did something, it died. Yeah, after I woke up in the morning, the motherfucker was dead. We don't know what you put in that food, man. I ain't put nothing in the food. 
Oh, man. Did you see what happened with Conor McGregor yesterday? Yeah, man. Conor caught that charge. Hey, listen, dog. <laughs> he was disgruntled at work, threw some shit, and caught a charge. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. I fuck with Conor off this shit, dog. So, did you know what the backstory and shit was going on? That they they vacated his title or they stripped him of the title. No, fuck all that shit. Uh, another a group of guys had ran up on his homeboy and cornered him and like I guess like slapped his homeboy or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So he crewed up and went for looking for these niggas. So when he found them, they tried to get he 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 showed up with thirty people. This nigga threw a dolly on a bus, nigga. A dolly. <laughs> This is pretty heavy. Yes, <laughs> he this threw is... a dolly and bust the windshield, the front windshield of one of them big ass mega buses, like you know, a party bus. Yeah, and like you know, they they canceled three fights off of that shit. Like niggas went to, to yeah, the, niggas was injured. Yeah, like Connor was a fucking nut. <laughs> and guess what? UFC can't do shit about it. What you gonna do? I mean, you don't let them fight, but Connor ain't fought since. Twenty sixteen. He ain't fought since. Well, he no, no, he ain't fought in, in UFC yeah. since like twenty sixteen. Yeah, but like, what you gonna do? You can't do nothing to him. You need him. He is the biggest star in your sport. Do you really need him? And he ain't fought in almost two years. Absolutely. Nah. Because the UFC ain't been doing good lately. They ain't popping them paper. Who's pushing their pay per views? Who the UFC star right now? Is nobody I can think of. Is Rhino. GS GSP fighting again? He watched. No. Brock Lesnar about to come back and fight. He watched. He he um he's he still in the track. He's suspended. Yeah, for, but, but that suspension is almost over. He about to he about to re- after WrestleMania tomorrow, he'll be back in the UFC fighting. Don't nobody give a fuck about. <laughs> I'd like Brock. to see Brock Lesnar. Like he called out John Jones. I'd like to see them niggas fight. They both have John Jones called him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, and they both not heavyweights. Uh, John Jones would have to get... John, John J- Jones would move up to heavyweight to fight that nigga. That'd be a good fight. It's not happening. John Jones is suspended for two years. Yeah, a little cocaine. So, so that's not happening. They don't have a star. Ronda Rousey's gone. Conor McGregor ain't fought in two years. These pay-per-view numbers are CM going Punk down. CM Punk about to fight again. They are banking on Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to see Mayweather get in the octagon. I don't mind. I don't care. It's entertainment. So when your boy get whooped up, then he just get if he get beat up, he get beat up. Do you count that on his boxing record though? Why would I count an MMA you, fight on his boxing record? Do you count? Does he now become fifty and one? Because he is it's an official fight and he lost a fight in what sport? Combat sports. Just That's like what boxing. It's That's what it's called. <laughs> you, you get a combat sports registration, or you license a bo- you a licensed boxer, you a licensed mixed martial artist. It's it's not the same sport. Does Floyd then become 50 and 1? It's still technically a professional fight and it's a loss. What's kind of what's what's kind of regretted record in the UFC? I don't know. It's a different sport, nigga. It's just a different sport. A loss is a loss, though. Okay, well, do it count uh when niggas go into the Olympics and they lose, do they they count the NBA record? Like you 82 and tw- like it just don't count. It's a different sport. Nigga losing bowling. Basketball is basketball. Boxing is oh shit. Then that kind of negates my yes my argument. All right, fuck low it. key. Look, this nigga uh, Conor McGregor says he a gangster and he is walking it like he talking. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga threw a fucking dolly. Got arrested in NY. First off, came to came to court the next morning. Bonded the fuck out. First off, a dolly ain't that light. Nah, this that nigga shit. tossed that bitch. It went through the fucking windshield of a, a fucking megabus. 
But I mean, you get a little momentum, you can probably swing that shit. This nigga was going to knee through chairs at that <laughs> motherfucker. Like, they was, this nigga went nuts. And I don't mind. That is, this is the best thing that happened to the UFC in a year since the Floyd fight. So what do you do? You just let your top fighter just nut up? You got you to gotta do something. Like what? I don't know. Suspend, suspend the nigga. Don't let him fight for another six months or some shit. I don't nigga know. This made like $30 million off the last fight. Nigga, he don't never got to fight again. But if you release him for his contract, I'm going to go to Bellator. They're going to pay me a fucking shitload of money, and then Bellator is going to be bigger than UFC. So the nigga wins. Nah. Long story short, uh, I'm fucking with Connor <laughs> off of that shit. I liked it. And... Floyd don't fight Connor in the in octagon because this nigga is clearly crazy. Like the nigga threw a dollar. I don't want to see Floyd fight no on more. a bus. I mean, like, sometimes you just gotta let a nigga know you are not fucking around. But the the, the footage from the niggas that was in the bus, oh, they gonna kill him. Oh yeah, because you when when I, I saw now I saw the footage from inside of the bus this morning, and you could see my man get get cut up. They what they were talking about? They, they were talking and they they rushing action, whatever action. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, we're going to kill him!" Like it wasn't like we didn't know we was being recorded. It was like, "I'm going to fucking kill him. We're going to go and kill him." Like uh, <laughs> jump off the bus if you tough then. Yeah, Connor. Uh, I heard he got into it with like the Irish mob when he was over there and shit and. Yeah, he, uh, he living a very cavalier lifestyle right now. Hey man, YOLO. He only <laughs> he only lived once, my nigga. Turn that shit the fuck up. He young, he a millionaire, he beat niggas up for a living. Like, yo, live it. I be doing cocaine <laughs> off of tables and shit. All right, man. I wanna talk about a couple of things that happen in music, dog. Okay. You listen to the Snoop album? Yeah, the the gospel album, right? Yeah, the Snoop. Bible of Love. Snoop think he's slick. I know what the fuck is going on, Snoop. It's a gospel album, man. Snoop don't have a Grammy. All these fucking years, Snoop don't got Snoop, Snoop is trying to get a fucking Grammy. You're like, fuck it. I'm dropping me a gospel album. That bitch went number one. It's 32 songs on this album. He going to stream. The, it's people going to stream the fuck out of this shit. Snoop is trying to get him a fucking Grammy. Snoop, I, don't, I don't have no problem with that. I don't either. Get it, get it how you live. Do we want to hear? Do we? Like in real life, though. Have do, you heard it, though? It's not bad. Have I listened to all 32 songs? No, nah, I ain't listened to all 32. <laughs> no, I have not listened to all 32 songs. I have listened to a few songs. Ain't nothing wrong with loving the Lord, man. It ain't. Do you really want to hear his new gospel album, though? Am I cl- regardless, regardless <laughs> of like the message, like, do we really want to hear his You know, when I when I first saw it, I, I thought it was like one of them parody sites or some shit. Like, yeah. but no, no, I don't want to listen. I don't listen to gospel music in my personal time. Every yeah. now and again. After I st- so, you know, I used to work at a gospel radio station back yeah. in the day. So, I mean, after that, and I, I felt like I had enough. So, I don't listen to gospel music that often. Like, if it catch me, you know, Sunday morning, I'm in the car on my way to church. You know, that's probably, like, the extent of it. When I ain't just banging, I ain't never purchased no gospel music. Yeah, I used to, I bought an uh, album from these guys, uh, the Cross Movement, back in the day. I remember them. They came to my church at the time. They was pretty cool guys. They could rap. Uh... Lecrae is really big. Yeah, he's a dope rapper. He is. I don't listen to his music, but he can rap really good. And his his song, the songs I've heard have not been bad. They don't. They not like Archer or Petrie or whatever. For whatever reason, I just don't listen to his music. Um, but this new gospel album, like, is Snoop the best person to put out a gospel album? Hey man, the Lord is married to the backslider. All right. So the question that I ask is, is Snoop the best person to put out a gospel album? Yeah. Why not? Why not? We all go through our trials and tribulations. 
I'm sure Snoop Dogg, he beat a case. Murder was the case. You had to call on Jesus every day during that. Is O.J. Simpson the best uh, spokesman <laughs> for domestic violence? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm going to continue to smoke weed as much as I possibly can. We don't know that. We don't know that. You don't know that Snoop smokes weed as much as he possibly can? How do you not know that? Allegedly. Like, it's not a fucking alleged. <laughs> Allegedly, like is that the like? I don't know. It's nothing. Hey, it's not. There's nothing he wrong. He who is without sin, throw the first stone. Who? What that got to do with? We about? we all we all fall short of the glory of God. We all fall short. That's a cute quote. What that got to do with what I'm saying? Hey man, if it brings, if it's I don't want to be gospel dame, but like if it's bringing souls closer to the Lord, I'm all with it. You I'm with a Snoop Dogg gospel album. I don't want to listen to it. I don't care. You're not for it, dude. <laughs> like you don't want to listen I'm, to I'm, shit. I'm for I'm for people better li- with- and turning their lives around. That's Jesus a- coming back. This nigga trying to get a fucking Grammy. He ain't trying to get take- that Grammy, Snoop. Were you with the Snoop Rasta album? We did it. Oh uh, no, nah, Snoop Lion. I mean, let's really just call it. it like Snoop is a the one of the greatest, most recognizable rappers of all time. We always say it like Snoop is like a fucking unicorn. Yeah. But I'm not. He's here. a mythological fe- figure right now in rap. Though there are some songs on there that are pretty cool. I'm not here for the Snoop Gospel album, just like I wasn't here for the fucking uh, Jamaican Rastafarian album from Snoop Lion either. I mean, but Snoop and drop R&B and made niggas get with it. Sensual seduction. Snoop reinvents himself every couple of years. That's why he's damn near thirty years deep into the game right now. Like you got to respect it. Oh, God. I, <laughs> I respect the hustler. I respect the hustler. Snoop, Snoop hustling to get that Grammy. Okay. And if it take a gospel album, well, damn it, how bad you want it? <laughs> how bad you want that Grammy? Want that <laughs> Speaking of people who want shit musically really, really bad, Lil Dicky went out his way to say nigga without saying nigga. Oh, man. With what that- you, like, one, I think the video was fucking dope, and it was very, very creative. How do you feel about that, though? He never said it. Chris Brown said it. But he said it. Because <laughs> you... you, you Unless Chris Brown wrote that rap that he wrote, and he we know he did not. Hey man, it was clever. How, was, to, how to, like he went out? He went a long way to say the word nigga. He never said it though. He wrote it like five times. What's up, my nigga? Like he he was like, hey, I can say, hey nigga, hey nigga, hey nigga. Like, how do you feel about that? Nobody takes Lil Dicky seriously, man. That nigga's like the weird owl or this rap shit. I mean, he can rap. He can rap really well. He can rap his fucking ass off, but I don't think like niggas is I've taking him. To, I, I listen to some of his, I, I have some of his projects on my phone, or a couple of his songs on my phone. Lil Dicky is a very skilled rapper. Yeah, I give you that. I don't feel no type of way about it, because really he ain't say that shit, so. But, but let's be like he did. Like he wrote the song, and he was playing on the fact that, like, I get to say it because I had Chris say it instead of me. I wrote these lyrics, and he was so happy. In the song, he's like, hey, I get to say nigga. What's up, my nigga? Hey, my like, Like, you really wanted to say that shit that bad? I don't feel I'm not saying it's, like, right or wrong. I'm just pointing it out, and that is an actual fact. You wanted to say that shit bad. And, you, he, and he positioned it in a way, like, technically, you can't say anything because I didn't say it. I don't feel no type of way about the shit. That's just how I feel. I don't care. I don't care. Now, let me see this nigga perform that shit in concert, and he... Why would uh, you care nigga, then? Well, then it's because it's actually coming out of his mouth, and he's saying the shit. Then I'm going to feel a little bit different. Right now, it's just Chris Brown saying the shit. It's just a creative song idea. 
And it's Chris Brown saying it. Now, if I see Lil Dicky in concert and he nigga, 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 nigga on the mic, then I'm going to feel a different type of way about the shit. Why? Because then it's actually him saying it. I wrote this shit. I'm saying it. I wrote it. Like, what what would be the difference? Because it's coming out of his mouth. That's the difference for me. I don't care if it makes sense, nigga. That's just how I feel. (laughs) Nigga, 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 nigga. That's just how I feel. What what Paul Mooney say? I get up and I say, nigga. Make my teeth white. (laughs) So, look, we said this shit in a couple weeks, a couple episodes ago. Like, it's really only one. It's only a couple reasons that white people want to say nigga. One, because they want to disrespect you. Uh, Two is because they think that shit cool and they want to be cool. Or three, they they don't like that you telling them they they can't say some shit. In this little dicky case, he always wanted to say the fucking word, and he wants to be cool, so he said the word the most creative way he can possibly can. I can say this shit on a record and not get in trouble. Like it fit one of those three. Like what other reason would white folks say the nigga? I don't know. Either you want to be cool, or you really want to disrespect somebody, or like nigga, you can't tell me what to say, so I'm saying it. Other than that. Yeah, that's it. And he really wanted to be cool, so he said the shit. He got away with it in creative fashion. I don't have no problem with it at um, the moment. Uh, you listen to the Cardi album? Yeah, it's actually fire, and I told you it would be. You can rewind the tape. I told you Cardi was going to be big. I've said it multiple times. She has proven me right every fucking day. You said Cardi's going to be big. Which is true. Uh, I got through the first half of the album. First, the half, album is not bad. No, the first it's 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 stacked correctly. Like the first half of it is fired. The second half of the album, I, I didn't really enjoy. But the first, it was enough. You know, it's like you, when you get like six songs in, and you know what I'm saying, it's still cool. Like it should. And I told you she was gonna throw Bodak Yellow on that bitch. It got to be. That's why she went go yesterday. Yeah. Which is cheating. Yeah, it is. I thought that I thought that technicality was weak as fuck. But look but. at these look at the numbers outside. If you pull Bow that yellow, this shit not gonna sell that much. Let me rephrase that. Maybe it maybe it's not gonna do a high first week numbers, but it could be a slow burn. I don't know. She went gold though. Technicality or not, she went gold. Whatever that means. She went gold in one day, first female to ever do the shit. Nigga ship go like, like I don't I don't understand. First female MC to ever do the shit. Okay, you can't argue with facts. I mean, now they may be distorted facts, but facts nonetheless. I don't know that that's a fact. I, I, I don't know that that's a fact, but I mean, I get it. I mean, I get it. First hey man, nigga to, I mean, I'm the first nigga on a Wednesday to, the, 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 you know, what I'm saying like I get it. <laughs> <laughs> First nigga on a Wednesday to eat tacos on a DOT bus. Yeah, like I mean, all right. Cool. While listening to the, the 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 Connected Experience podcast, I was on on a DOT bus eating a taco on a Wednesday morning. I'm the first nigga to ever do this shit. Yes, you are. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I just think this shit kind of weird, and it distorts the truth, man. Because like now, so I, I give you the. I, I give you the. Why does it even matter? Let just let's like Cardi. Let her be great. She is an American success story. She made something out of nothing. Hey man, fuck all that shit. Uh, let me tell you how this shit is though. So how the stream is shit? A hundred fifty streams of a song equals one paid download, and then ten ba- ten ten paid downloads equates to an album download. 
So for every 150 times, well, every 1500 times that Cardi album was, that Cardi's Bodak Yellow was streamed, it counted as an album sale. So the reason that you went gold your first day is because everybody listened to Bodak Yellow for damn near a year. So every 1500 times it was streamed, that's an album sale. That's an album sale. That's an album sale. So if you go look at how many times that Car- Bodak Yellow has been streamed, that shit like a billion times, dog. That's your gold record. Like, you don't have a gold album. You have a gold single. And if you place that gold single on your album, now you have yeah. a gold album. You know what I'm saying? So back in the day, it's like... More niggas should start doing that shit. It's like when, when they were saying, like, Nicki Minaj has done such and such that Aretha Franklin hasn't done based off of these streaming numbers or whatever. Like, it's a big difference from somebody having to go out physically and buy 500 million copies of your album yeah, at $10. Aretha was doing it the old school way. Like, if somebody buys 500,000 copies of your album at $13 a pop versus I streamed your shit for free because I paid $10 a month off rip, or I don't pay anything. I'm behind the free wall on Spotify, so I don't pay anything. I'm just listening to your shit for free. Like, that shit kind of skews reality, dog. Hey man, this- I wish they'd stop telling us about gold wreck. I don't even want. I don't want people to tell me about their sales numbers, they how many, what your first week did, and none of that shit. Because in in real life, I don't get a benefit from none of that shit. But this is the game now. Like they, they, fifty changed the game, and this is what it is now. Fifty ain't the first nigga to talk about platinum plaques. No, not about pl- platinum plaques. Blah, blah blah blah. But I'm just saying, like when he started, like how many numbers? Like I did such and such my first week. Like he started kind of like that wave when niggas. It was, was like, Lil Wayne, the Carter Three album, because he said he he sold um, a million records his first week. Like that set the precedent where if you didn't go platinum the first week, something was wrong with you. And that was the Carter Three album. It and used I, to take niggas years. And back in my day. It took a nigga a nigga to take a year before he went platinum. And what it is is that it's like when the Oscars come out, the the, the movie that gets like best picture, you've never fucking heard of it before, but because it got the best picture, everyone goes out and watch it. Like, well, this shit must be great. Let me go go ahead and watch it. Like Universal bought Lil Wayne did not sell a million records of the car the first week. Like niggas, the record label buy albums. So when they buy albums, like, oh, this nigga went platinum. This shit must be good. He must be the one. So now everybody else, let's go get his app. It legitimizes people. Yeah. But that's why they put out your numbers. So Hey man, business is a dirty game. It like is. it's a lot of shit to get inflated and you know, it just is what it is. But you can't take that gold plaque away from Cardi. I told you she was gonna be big. So apologize. I'm not apologize. Nigga, she gonna go away. Apologize. Just like everybody else goes away. Nah, man, we're gonna get at least at least one more Cardi album. I see it in the cards. So that's what you mean, being one of the biggest stars ever that could drop two albums? Like, nah, she's she not going away. Did she's not the, going away. Did you see the reference track from her her lead single that, that leaked? Nah. The guy wrote the song, um, Be Careful. Okay. Uh, like, he wrote the song. He dropped it on his Instagram like a year ago. Exact same hook. I mean, exact same whole first verse, the whole joint. Like, that shit just take away from me, dog. Like. But you're not looking for Cardi as a lyricist. Like there's she don't it, if somebody told you they wrote her whole album, you wouldn't be like, Oh damn, I can't believe it. It's like, oh, okay. I don't, what a surprise. The thing is, like it's not that you you don't execute the bars like perfectly. She sounds funny on some of the tracks. Like it's not so if I'm not listening to you for the delivery and you didn't write the shit, what exactly am I here for? Man, people connect with Cardi. Like some some people just have it. 
just had an it factor, and she has it. People couldn't. Girls connect with her. Women connect with Cardi. Like you can't, you can't deny the appeal that she has. Do I? Am I a huge fan of her music? Nah. I th- did I like Bodak Yellow? Fuck yeah, I liked it. I thought that shit was like cool. But I mean, like she connect with people, and like sometimes when people have that switch, when they have that it factor, when they have something that connects with the people, you can't sell that shit. Like no, you can't, you, you can't. Can no, no, it. I'm saying like you can't bottle it up and just give the. The sauce to a nigga. Like, either you got it or you don't. She got that shit. Like, I'm happy for her. Let's just be happy for Cardi. Everybody everybody celebrate Cardi. Drake didn't give a fuck about Cardi. (laughs) (laughs) He dropped a a fire fucking single last night. Yeah, he did. And a a fire-ass video. Fire-ass video. And they was like, uh, sorry, Cardi. Uh, I'm going to turn this Drake on. With the same sample. First of all, Lauren Hill dropped a timeless album with the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. X Factor is a song that will live forever. Okay. And Drake sampled the fuck out of it and turned it into some hot shit. It got nothing but beautiful women in the video. This is what I'm talking about, dog. Just I want to give you the comparison because it was Cardi all day until, until Drake. Drake <laughs> and don't nobody give a fuck about that shit. It's about Drake now. Like I'm just in, in real life when them niggas drop on the same day, we see who is more important because you got a whole album more for content. I dropped this one song and this one single. Matter of fact, I told you the day before at a concert that I'm dropping a single tomorrow, and they took the audio from my concert and put that shit in the breakfast club. <laughs> like that's how I'm, niggas are waiting for this content. Like we, I know what it is. I know what it is. I just want a good Drake album because Drake then gave us some mediocre for shit sure. for like. Two, two maybe al- yeah, last two albums, two albums been, been mediocre like as them. fuck. So I'm hoping that Drake drops something that's fire. But I, like, I even go like these two for me personally. Them last two albums was trash to me. I'll, Outside of about eight songs, and my nigga ring the bell on that shit. I agree. Outside of about eight songs on both albums combined, I'm straight on all that shit. But I'm waiting for the fire album. I mean, he dropped God's Plan, and then what's what was the name of the single? Uh... Cause I was just watching the video before I, I came on. He got every beautiful woman in the video. Nice for what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the song, and you know, I don't, you know, Drake, you know, he got questionable shit going on with him and this shit. But like, the song is hot. I fucks with it. Got Tracy Ellis Ross, Tiffany Haddish, the young lady from Black Panther. You like, got um, your, what's old girl from uh, Black Sheeta Jones? Yeah. It's like every fine. It's a great video, fam, and it's a dope song. Hey, man, one thing I can give Drake—he has a keen eye when it comes to to women. Plain and simple, you can't. Fl- that nigga taste in women is not flawed. Not at all. <laughs> His music, yeah, it's been like touch and go lately. But when it comes to the ladies, yeah, nigga has the eye, mm. and they were all in there too. Yeah. Um, so he bought a drop album. We'll see what it do. Hopefully. He always dropped fire singles, and some of the rest of the album be like, eh. So. I just want to hear Drake. Like, I want to hear an album with him rapping. Even, Me too. Like, because at one point, we thought he could rap really well. Yeah. So, I want to. I don't know what to feel. Yeah. But that, that single is fire. The Lauryn Hill sample is fire. You ever seen Lauryn Hill in concert? No. Good for you. Uh, I was going to go this summer when her and Nas came, but I wasn't sure she was going to show up. But Nas and Erica Badu are gonna be back this summer, and Shane I will Park. be there. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there. Um, did you check out Rapture on Netflix? Yeah, I have. 
Um, I watched the uh, Nas and Dave East joint. I tried to get through the T.I. one. I, I just couldn't. T.I. one was good. My nigga Chains. I didn't Chains. watch the Chains yet. I that shit, the, to me, that's been my favorite one so far. I enjoyed that Nas one. But it was when he was in the studio with Killer Mike, and Killer Mike was playing that song, Black Power, White Powder. Jesus fucking Christ. I need that song immediately. We'll get it. I need that shit. I have been replaying the Netflix <laughs> in the whip. Just to hear that shit? That shit is fire, my nigga. Would that be I the first time him. Nas and Killer Mike ever d- dropped a song together? I think it might be. More like it. You know, because they signed a massive bill. Run the Jewels is on massive bill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Milk is on massive bill. Which is a good look. Uh, good Dave look East for the city. Is on massive bill. Like, massive bill is making moves right now. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad they're making moves right now. Um, shout out to Black Milk. Um, I was about to say something else. I can't think of it, man. Uh, who mans is this? I got to revisit this who mans is this because like a week or so ago, I kind of like, we was in the barbershop. Matter of fact, I kind of threw it in at the end and I didn't really go into detail about why I hated Roseanne so much. Okay. Um, so I'm going to revisit and the who mans this goes to a woman this week and it's Roseanne. Roseanne, get all the way the fuck out of here with your racist ass. With Let me rephrase that. I won't say racist ass, with your Trump supporting ass. And... You know that Donald, I don't know if you look at them pictures, you could say you could argue she's racist. Did you know that Donald Trump called her personally to congratulate her on her first show? Like that's who that's who that that's who has your that's the kind of energy that you putting out with this with, with your, your new show, Roseanne. But Roseanne did a photo shoot and she is dressed like Hitler and she is holding burnt gingerbread men coming out of the oven, and then she, you know, eating some of the burnt gingerbread, man. Now, knowing Hitler burnt Jews, Jewish people in ovens, like, what what a, what a part what a part about this shit is funny? Now, she said it was supposed to be a satire, and she's Jewish, so she, it's okay for her to do it. Like, look, this shit is just offensive, man. Like, who okay this shit? Who took the pictures? Who, who, who edited the picture? Like, who? How did this shit ever come out? Like, this is the type of energy that you're bringing back with this shit. I'm straight on Roseanne. Her waking up from a fucking dream 20 years later and noticing. Like, I'm straight on all that shit. Fuck all that Trump shit. Fuck all this Hitler shit with your little swastika on your arms. Ain't none of that shit funny to me. Ain't nothing satirical about it. Who the fuck mans is this? Because she Has Roseanne been funny to you? You ever seen her in stand? Like, I, I'm not. Uh. It's just not the type of shit that I, I give no energy to or any interest to. I don't Who man is this? Roseanne, you can get all the way the fuck out of here. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Plain and simple. Uh, I got a music pick for the week. So I'll, I'll be fucking around on the internet all day long. Uh, YouTube. I watch a lot of freestyle, Sway in the Morning, Five Fingers of Death. And I just happened to stump. You don't fuck with Sway? I do. I hope you don't say who I think it is. Go ahead. Okay. I just happened to, to stumble upon somebody that was on Sway in the mo- Sway in the morning. A brother. His name is Toby. I cannot pronounce the last name. It's, it's of some African descent, but I'll spell it out: N W I G W E. And he. What, what did you say his name was? His last name is spelled N W I 
G-W-E. Oh, because when you said his name is Toby and spelled that shit, I'm like, how does that spell Toby? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's what his last name is. And he spit a freestyle on Sway, and I was like, damn. My man was really rapping with a lot of passion, with a lot, and he was saying something of substance. So I went and pulled up uh, his joint on Apple Music. He dropped a project in November called Toby from the SWAT. Shit is phenomenal. All right. Number one, he's spitting. There's a lot of content behind him bars, and he's spitting with a lot of knowledge and a lot of passion. Um, and I was just impressed by him. I was impressed by the way that he spoke, how he carried himself, all of that. So that's my music pick for the week, Toby from the SWAT. All right, that's Download it, listen to it, support this brother, look for his shit on, on YouTube. Like He bringing something different to the game. It's not no mumble rap. He got bars, and he got content. It's T-O-B-Y or T-O-B-I? T-O-B-I. All right, I'll drop that. Uh, send me the links. I'll drop that in the show notes, and I'll check it out. I'm myself. sorry, T-O-B-E. My, T-O-B-E. My apologies. All right, I'll drop that in the show notes, and uh, we'll get that shit cracking. Uh, people, May is Urban Podcast Month. May is Urban Podcast Month. So if you're listening and you're from a podcast anywhere across the country, May is Urban Podcast Month. So if you have an event in May, hashtag Urban Podcast Month. Uh, we're actually having an event. Yeah. For Urban Podcast Month. Well, it's a triple It's a triple threat. Um, May of last year, we opened up Shop Talk Podcast Studios. It's been a year. Yeah. Uh, so we had a, we need to make a little bit of a, uh, a celebration. Uh, it's been a lot of, sh- lot of shit that happened this year. So we want to, you know, celebrate. We are also approaching. We are, this is episode ninety six, right? Yeah. So we'll be at a uh, one hundred four pretty soon, uh, sometime in May. We'll be at a uh, one hundred four, and uh, which means two years anniversary for Shop Talk Podcast. What? So my nigga, I never thought that when you called me to do a podcast two years later, we still be plugging away at this shit. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So take a lot of dedication to do an episode every single week for two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. And it's Urban Podcast Month. So, Why? Because we fucking said so. Because we said so. And hashtag Urban Podcast Month if you're in Detroit. Hashtag Urban oh, Podcast Oh, we putting that on. We hashtagging everything now yeah. for Urban Podcast Month. Because that shit is coming up. Yeah. So, we having a big event. Everybody's invited. We'll have information and flyers and shit out there pretty soon. Um, you know, we did a Jeopardy for the Culture episode. With Which, a, 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 a mashup episode with uh, Unsavory Antics and Views from the Thick. Fucking losers, because um, I won. All right. 313 we, wins uh, and zero losses. I'm coming right. back to defend my title. Okay, guy. Relax. <laughs> relax. Relax there, partner. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do um, a Jeopardy, another Jeopardy for the culture, but we're going to have a bunch of different other podcasts involved as well so everybody can involve. Um, outside of that, um, we also got a hip hop trivia that we're going to run. I got this hip hop trivia game, um, that we're going to do with some of the other podcasts who are more, uh, hip hop and, and it's going to be very interactive. We're going to record an episode and then everybody involved is going to drop the episode on the same day. So everybody going to promote, even if it's outside of y'all regular schedule. Unity. Unity. Cause we not fake. We want everybody to be unified. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 
this is very sarcastic, but shout out to the other two Shop Talk podcasts that just popped up <laughs> uh, this week. Somehow, you know, there are other podcasts that want to call themselves Shop Talk Podcast and use the same hashtag. There's, it's fucking impossible for you to use Shop Talk Podcast hashtag. And we not and come not, up. And not see two fucking years worth of posts with my face, with everybody's face on there, and you three episodes in or you nine episodes in. Like, you already know what time it is. Cease and desist is coming out. I had to make sure all the paperwork was cool this week with the LLC. I wanted to make sure every fucking line and duck was in a row before I send out Hey, paperwork. they think we do this shit for play, my nigga. We, we official. We're like, LLC. Like, we got lawyers, and nigga, you'll get a letter in the mail. Like, so shout out to them. Uh, I should have gave who mans this to LeBron. <laughs> Because LeBron, for some reason, thinks he has the he he owns the term. Uh, what is this? What is this shit? Called? No, he has something called the shop. Yeah. So he thinks he owns Shop Talk. Like so, Nick Saban had a program called Shop Talk. Whatever he sent him, a, trying to send him a letter. Like nigga, you don't own Shop Talk, and your shit called the shop. Yeah. It don't work like that. Like you can't own. Everything you can't own anything that has anything to do with talking in a barbershop. That shit is no. Now we got the shit shop talk podcast. One word. It's LLC. It's licensed. You. It's 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 different. You know what I'm saying. So I should send LeBron something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I'm. I I didn't like how that how that played out. Like he tried to. He tried. I don't like how that was. You know. You know. My theory is always. I got that article sent to me four times. So shout out to everybody who sent (laughs) it. No, in real life, shout out to everybody who sent it to us because, like, I'm glad that they thought of us when 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 that happened. So shout out to y'all. Yeah, we doing all right. We doing all right. If we need to holler at LeBron, we will. You know, he can come on and come to the shop. You know. But you know, we shop. First thing I'm gonna ask him, like, my man's, why is you holding on to this hair, my nigga? Let it go. Let it go. You can't have everything, LeBron. Yeah, but I mean, we, we I I literally been putting in a lot of fucking work for two years on this shit. I sacrificed my free time, my my money, my resources, and it, shit, my social life. You know what I'm saying? To to, to you do, can't have our shit. You know what I'm saying? To do the podcast, to do the studio, the whole nine yards, and I'm just not gonna let people have that shit. And your audio sound horrible, and it's not, and that's not even. Our audio didn't even always sound good. Like, we started in the <laughs> living room. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and shit sounded terrible. Absolutely. But as it is right now, if I have, if somebody goes to the Apple store or whatever, uh, iTunes store or anything, and you type in Shop Talk Podcast and you're looking for us and something else comes up and it's low quality and it's not what they're expecting, I don't want that to be associated with me. Not going to damage our brand. So, shout out to them. If y'all listening for your short-lived fucking podcast careers, call it something different and move on with your life. But you, the shop talk shit, like we started this shit, plain and simple. If you don't like it, fuck you. I mean, at me. All right, I think I was. <laughs> I think I have a, I'm not about to have a Twitter war with somebody. Go. No, nah, I'm not Twitter war with no. I'm not thumb thugging with nobody. But I mean, you're just gonna have to stop. Plain and simple. It's just business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we wish you the best. I'm flattered. With something else. I'm flattered. But, like, why would you use, anyway? I don't know. <laughs> It'll be over I, with I soon. It'll be over with soon. I don't know, man. So, all right, man. What's, what's your social? It's time for the benediction. Damn going wild on everything that matters. Um, I need y'all to uh, check out the YouTube page, man. It's Jay Johnson 313 on YouTube. Um, go to the website, 
shoptalkpod.com because within the next week or so, I'm going to have every podcast that records out of this studio. It's currently 27. Uh, I'm going to have their podcast on there as well. So if you want to subscribe to a, a, a feed that has everybody, I mean, we it's, it's tons of different stuff you can listen to. Yeah. Um, not this the same content that you get here is not the same content on everything. It's very diverse. Yeah. Well, th- thankfully, the people that come here have their own unique sound, perspective, thoughts, and ideas. And it just gives you whatever you're looking for, though, yeah. you can find. So the Shop Talk, uh, I mean, the website is shoptalkpod.com. Um, video will be there as well as um, a studio page where all the studio is. Um, also, I'm moving all the booking information to the website. You have to book online. And you're gonna see what's available. Everything going online because <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. I can't handle the text messages and shit no more. I just it's just too much. Business is like we're growing. We're growing. We're turning because you know, you, you, they text you to death. What you, what you got on this day? What you got on this day? Like just go on the website. Whatever's on there is available. Book Select your time. It, pay and then we'll it's not pay. gonna stop the text. Because someone, hey, hey, man, can you get me in? People I know in real life, I'm okay. You can reach out to me. I might, I might even work some shit that's not on there. You know what I'm saying? But like, it'd be it's easier, succinct. Go to the website; it'll be there. So shoptalkpod.com. Follow me on Instagram, Jay Johnson three one three. Follow the Instagram podcast page, which is uh, Shop Talk Podcast, Shop right. Talk Podcast Studios. Hey man, we working. Yeah, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah, peace.